They're gearing. They're not saying anything. Yada, yada, yada. Bullshit. So what's going on? I'm Ox. That's Luke. We're going to be talking to you about some fantastic shows we watched this week. I think we all enjoyed them much more than we enjoyed last week's movies and shows and such. Uh, so it should be good time. Good time. Hey, over here, Luke. Sorry, here. sorry. I'm yeah, yeah. really the show. What are we doing? What's going on? Tight shit. Did you watch all the uh, required viewing for this week? Required, yes, because Cars was optional. Oh, you didn't see Cars, did you? No. <laughs> you fool. Possibly the best movie of 2017, and you just skipped over it like nothing. One, I know you can't even fucking say that with a straight face. It can't even be the best Cars movie. No, super good. Super Would you like good. to tell me your thoughts? Uh, yeah, we'll start with that just because uh, spoilers heavy, I guess. I'm sure if you wanted to see Cars, you already saw it. Uh, real, real trash fire. <laughs> I mean, wow. That movie tried doing a lot of things and didn't do any of them well, really. It's better than the second one. Probably not as good as the first. Uh, the ending just doesn't... It's basically telling kids to give up on their dreams, I guess. I don't know. <laughs> or, or find different dreams. I don't know. It's real confusing. I mean, uh, one, that's a good choice. That you should teach those kids those things. I mean, you're not wrong. Tell the kids. Um, but it gets really weird because it, okay, so the first movie, uh, you have Lightning McQueen, he's a rookie, car, onto the circuit, whatever, uh, trying to find his wheels, whatever, um, trying to win the Piston Cup his first year out, yada, 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 um, sacrifices the win to make sure a older car of generation doesn't get left in the dust, um, Pushes him across. Great, great story. Whatever. Yada, yada. Second one, real bad. Real bad movie. Uh, it was basically just a two-hour-long uh, Mater movie. And he just goes around to, in different countries being as redneck as possible. And just comes off real racist. Sounds great. Uh, and then this third one, uh, it's basically just back to Lightning McQueen. But uh, he's getting old. No idea how t how much time has passed since the first movie. Um, he looks exactly the same, but I guess there's been like, I don't know, 10, 15 years. Doc Hudson's dead. Um, yeah, his his crew chief, whatever, uh, is dead. Uh, and like, he's just racing for the hell of it. But like, there's these new cars now. And they're half electric, whatever. They're bullshit race cars, and uh, they're just faster than him. And he kind of gets left in the dust, uh, has a huge wreck, and then it's kind of his journey to back to racing again. And like, I don't know, it's just a real big mess. Is Mater in it? Uh, he is, just barely though. I think they oh, really. They realize they were way over. He gets to use his catchphrase, though. He says, get her done about three times rapid fire. And I was like, that's... All right, calm it down. What are you drinking tonight? 
that's all good. Uh, yeah, so it's it's all right. I mean, I'm sure kids will love it, but they won't know that that third act's a real trash fire. So, well, I'm glad you wanted to go see it. I didn't. I was just. I really. I, I don't. Like, I can't. I can't invest myself in this world because it doesn't make sense to me. Like, you're sitting there telling me that cars get old and die, and like, I just my brain can't wrap around it. And like, what's what's really funny is like they have, or he talks to like Doc's uh, old friends from like the fifties and shit, and like they're they're fine, like they don't have any issues, I guess. Uh, I don't know. Yeah, it it really started to lose uh, credibility in the story wise. I don't know. It really like halfway through the movie, I realized I was like, why am I seeing this movie again? Because it just looks real bad. The animation's terrible anymore. Um, it looks like so if you have Legos and they're real nice, fancy, fun car toys, it's like the Playmobil, like, stupid-looking brick car things. It's just awful. It's atrocious, really. Like, I am just so glad that you finally hate something. Like, not that I, like, forced on you. You're like, I'm gonna go no, see this movie. I knew, you and then I... I knew you'd break me, and now I hate you for it. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, I mean, I, I don't know. It, it's definitely geared towards kids, so it's I, I don't really have any insight on it, but it just seems like it's a yeah, terrible like, <laughs> terrible like, way to tell kids to give up on and move on. I but guess. even, the, like, yeah, it's a kids movie, but even the lesser of the Pixar movies are enjoyable to adults. Mm-hmm. Like, this is strictly Disney, isn't it? No, it's still Pixar. Oh, I thought it was Disney. Oh, Wreck-It Ralph, I'm thinking, sorry. No, uh, I didn't see yeah. it. Uh, you didn't see Wreck-It Ralph? No, why would I see that? Because it's aw- fucking awesome. I was, no, I'm not a child. I don't watch kids' movies. It's got John C. Riley, and he's just punching shit? It's like, the best. <laughs> I just, I'm good. He goes around in other video games, just stealing shit. Man, we might have picked the next one. No. Mm-mm. You kid, you need like a good movies. kids movie. You need to, you need to liven up a little bit. You're dragging me down. I've got to try and pull you back to some reality and some love. Wait, man. I'm, I'm, I got the picks this week. We're golden. You don't get carte blanche because you didn't. It's not carte, carte blanche. blanche. I, I, it's a very, it's a very just and fair week of picks. It's fair. I mean, I definitely picked last week, so I'll let it slide. And weeks before, so like you can look at the lineup of stuff we're talking about this week, and it's all you. Because it's just cars, not cars, cars. True. I mean, yeah, but I mean, yeah, but America God started out definitely as yours, so. Well, well, yeah, I'll take that, but, like, every other part of this is just you oh, yeah, and your 100%. And, I mean, that's what we were shooting for. I mean, we probably could have wedged Daredevil into this week, but I think we're probably going to run a little long, so probably better that we didn't. Yeah. Uh, speaking of a couple different news stories, I wanted to, I mean, 
If you got kids, take them to Carton Street. I guess it's whatever. No, take them to a good movie. Take them to go see. There's no other good kid movies out right now. Doesn't have to be a kids movie. Take them to a movie. Educate them on film. There's no good ones. I mean, there's Wonder Woman and what did we see last week? Last week was Wonder Woman. I don't know. No, we had what the fuck was last week? I don't know. I don't care. That's a problem. Don't care. I hear, go watch the archives and see what we watched. Yeah, I mean, go go back and see what we did. If you want. I don't give a shit. So, there's a couple news stories I want to talk about. Uh, are you excited about Venom being in the Spider-Verse? Like, we knew it was technically in the Spider-Verse, but, like, no. <laughs> are you excited about Tom Hardy being in the MCU? He's not though. He's in Sony's version of it. Like, uh, not gonna... did you see? Did you see that interview? Yeah. Did you actually watch the interview? When she's like, "It's all connected," and Kevin Feige's like, "What did you just say?" <laughs> it's the best moment of the whole thing. Um, yeah, I'm pretty sure after that, the camera cut out. He's like, "No, let's don't fucking say that ever again." <laughs> Oh, I guarantee he's the kind of guy who, like, three lawyers descended in with the actual contract. He was like, nowhere does it say in there. No. It's, I don't, I'm I'm really excited for Homecoming. Uh, I love Spider-Man, so I'm just really, really excited, but I, I don't care about the rest. I mean, like, two weeks away. Give me, give me this first one first, and we'll go from there, guys. Uh, isn't Holland, uh, contracted for three of them? Or does he have to just three He's been saying that the way the wording is is that he's doing three Spider-Man movies. It's going to be a trilogy. But the contract through Sony is for four movies co-produced with Marvel, which would be Civil War, Homecoming, and Avengers 1 and 2, I think. See, that's what I figured. I, I figured at least the first Infinity War and then probably a second uh, Spider-Man. Mm-hmm. Um, so, two weeks away. I'm pretty uh, not excited about it. Spider-Man's not my character, so it's like, whatever. He's everyone's character. He's not not everybody's. He's definitely not this guy's. Well, you're wrong. Like, Spider-Man's the worst. He's the best. No, no, I'm not... Not getting mad with that, man. I'm so excited for that movie. Not really. I mean, I have to We're going to have... That to you. Like, there's going to be gonna no other discussion. It's going to be an hour of crying <laughs> how great it is. But, you know what? I really hope so. Because I think you're about due for one. Because they've only had seven terrible movies, haven't they? Five? I mean, it definitely feels like seven anyway. And no, that's not true. Spider-Man 2 is one of the best comic movies ever. No way. Yeah, 100%. Kirsten Dunst is a real, just an awful actress. No, she's not. She's real terrible. And there's those, there's scenes in that movie that once you, like, see the, the 
actual effects that were used, like, you can't unsee it. So when she's flying through the air and her hair's going the wrong way, it's like, you know, fuck you guys. <laughs> you're such a... No! No, you're oh. the one who's like, watch a fucking talking tatermobile for... No, fuck up. that movie was trash. Spider-Man 2's not trash. Spider-Man 2's great. Real trash. You uh, only like it because the upside-down kissing scene. Don't give me that bullshit. That, that's number one, so go fuck yourself. It's not into. <laughs> uh, it's all real bad stuff. Two, two has uh, the Spidey No More arc. It has Doc Ock, who's sweet. Um, it has uh, it has Norman Osborn and Amir being all threatening. It has Dashboard Confessional as its main theme song at the end credits. <laughs> Can't get any better. You're never going to win me with Dashboard Confessional. Automatically negative two points. Negative two, and I award you. I award you no points. Just give it a rewatch. It 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 holds up and it's super fantastic. I don't think I own that movie. I think I gave it away because I was just tired of everybody saying it was so good. Yeah, I'm pretty sure I don't own that. In, in the, in the general giant. Every comic book movie ever made, it's in the top five. Yeah. 100%. I won't give you that. I mean, for years, I'll let you have that opinion, but definitely overall, no. No way. Yeah. I would put... <laughs> Listen, I'm not going to get you tied up, but I mean, X-Men 2 is better than Batman 2. No! X-Men 2 is <laughs> good, but no. No. Better than 90% of the MCU movies. No. No way. Not with Kirsten Dunst's shitty acting? No way. No, she's really good in it. No way. She, You could tell that she was giving up on caring about that movie halfway through that movie. No, that was a number three. Been like, I mean, no, she was full on like, why did I sign up for more than a movie? Because I've never done multiple movies. Whatever. Whatever. I'm done. It's, mm. We got some Godzilla news. What? What Godzilla news? Uh, they just basically confirmed that he's fighting the three monsters and uh, Eleven from Stranger Things is in it. Yeah, so it's Kyle Chandler from Friday Night Lights. Yeah, Coach is in it. Uh, yeah, I don't... Kong. You were not a big fan of the... Uh, the people side of the first Godzilla were you? Nobody was. I was. I fucking love that shit. I mean, it it left the monsters in the background, so like when they came into the foreground, it was perfect. Like the tension across like, that movie. Like everyone's gonna nitpick, and yeah, the the characters suck in that movie. But like, I really, really like the Godzilla movie from three years ago or whatever, two years ago. But like. Skull Island deflated me so much. Like, yeah. That's just because you hate the world right now. I think if you gave it a rewatch in about two months, you'll love it again. I just, everything I remember about it is just not good. Come on, crazy John C. Riley. No, I don't. John C. Riley is single-handedly saving movies nowadays. I, I feel like... 
I love John C. Riley, but that movie's still bad. It can still be a bad movie with him in it. Like, in but anyway. here's where you're wrong, because Kong is great. He's just a boy. It's so dumb. Yeah, fuck you, man. It's 30 years till him and Godzilla fight, so you gotta build it up. It's long enough for a car to die. Kong should die. Fuck you. <laughs> uh, did you watch the Black Panther trailer? Yeah, I watched it when it came out. Was it good? Did you, did you dip your toe in yet? Well, no trailers? No trailer, man? Uh, yeah, it looks fine. It looks like another MCU movie, but uh, I'm so behind Ryan Coogler doing it, though. Like, I love his movies. What, is it, what has he done? Uh, you're going to kick yourself once I tell you. He did Creed. Okay, yeah, yeah. No, like, I was on board as soon as they announced him, because when I saw Creed, it was amazing. Because uh, that is a phenomenal movie. Absolutely. It's my favorite year from 2015, right? I don't know. Yeah. I just watched it like six months ago for the first time. Oh, that's right. Because you're an idiot. I remember. <laughs> uh, no, but I wanted to bring up Black Panther because, like, Marvel movies posters are looking really trashy right now. It started I'm... with the Homecoming one, where it's just a fucking mess of everything. And I think Iron Man's in the poster twice? It's just... Posters are never good. Like, I'd stay away from them. They're never good. But, I mean, Black Panther was real bad because the whole thing was just a photoshopped his head on top of this digital painting that would really look bad. <laughs> it's fine, man. That movie's still, like, nine months away. Like, I'm not going to worry about their marketing going on right now. Well, fine. Fuck you, then. I don't know. That's all I have. Uh, McAvoy is announced for Dark Phoenix Saga. Uh, the, Cheese, that, I guess. They, they bring, they're bringing everybody back. Everyone's Yeah, I'm sure them. they were just throwing money at everyone. Because I think that's yeah, but, all they can do to get these people in there. But here's the thing, like, you're doing Dark Phoenix. I don't want fucking Mystique in that. I don't care. Like, and I don't, like, I love Fastbender, but I don't want... Why do we have to have every entry in the X-Men films, Magneto has to be in it. Like, he shouldn't be a part of Dark Phoenix. Hasn't he been in every one? Yeah, he's been in every one. Of yeah. the core line. Yeah. 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 Shouldn't be. Huh. No, I but agree. It's, okay. I mean... It's, it's cool. Just let's fuck up Dark Phoenix again. <laughs> <laughs> I went to that ride we're still going to see Dark Phoenix like three, four more times in our lifetime. So probably in the next 20 years. And the fact that like the 90s animated is the best I'm going to see of that. That's the best adaptation I'm going to get. Now we'll get we'll get past that in about 10 years, I'm sure. Because oh. it'll be the kids that grew up watching that and they're like, all right, let's do it justice finally. So. No, because what will happen is the like, we're going to lose our license again, but Marvel signed away in perpetuity, so we just got to throw somebody on it to make a movie, and we'll get another Fantastic Four from two years ago. Mm -mm. Yahoo! Yahoo. Yeah. I don't know. I hope I hope soon they get the rights back to Fantastic Four, at least. No. Fox is really... They really don't know what the hell they're doing with it. It's... I think if they do get the rights back, 
the smartest thing is to let it lie. Let that bad fucking taste wash out of everybody's mouth and then come in and do something. Well, yeah, I mean, they've got, what, four years left of Infinity War? Maybe three? Uh, Maybe just three? I don't fucking know, man. I can't keep track of it. Maybe you should start paying a little more attention. You should have an agenda written out for me because I'm a child. I mean, that's fair. I definitely need to do that. So you want to talk Days of Thunder? Why as well keep that John C. Riley train rolling? I was in that movie. I um, absolutely did too, and I was like, fuck yeah, John C. Riley. John C. Riley's in it. Michael Rooker's in it. Fucking John Dude's in it. But here's the thing, like, I grew up on Days of Thunder. Like I've probably mm-hmm. seen that movie a hundred times. This is the first time I've seen it in probably seventeen years. It's not good. It is not. Get out of here. You're so full of shit. That movie's so good. That story is fantastic. Oh, are you kidding me? No, I'm not. It's so good. No, it's not. What are your problems with it? No, fuck that. What are your problems with it? Uh, Very bland romance that has too much time devoted to it. Uh, An unlikable lead. Tom Cruise is not likable in that movie at all. Yeah, um, that's, what made, that's his character. You're not supposed to like him, but by the end of the, the movie, you see you see assholes that are so much worse than him, and then you're just like, you know what? Fuck that. No, no, like they were all doing the same thing he was. Like he just cried about it's all. Uh. Mm. Just um, fucking out to prove himself. The finale is anticlimactic. It is so just flat. No, you're gonna give me you're gonna give me 500 laps of the Daytona 500, and you're gonna have him get to the front twice within 20 laps, and that's all you're gonna show me? No, yeah. it does not work. Yeah. No, no, he's not that great of a driver. He's not. Yeah, he is. No, and two, three, four, five, whatever number I'm on. It has the most embarrassing scene I've seen in a long time. And that is the fucking wheelchair race. That is the <laughs> filmmaking. Oh, man. When that came on, I was like, good old 90s. Good old 90s. I mean, that, shit, that wouldn't be in nowadays, but I'm glad it was in there back then. It's just, it's just weird. Come on. And like, come on. Come on. He's all like, Oh, yeah, I think you want to touch my dick. And then she's like, mm, I guess we're in love now. No. That's how it happens, right? Listen, I mean, you set up by a <laughs> See? You gave it the sometimes. I mean, it's going to happen at least one out of a hundred times, probably. But I'm sure I, that's some dude's pickup. I had, I had more fun, like, reading into that movie than I did watching it. Like... Nicole Kidman was like, I really want to, like, study, like, brain surgery, neurosurgeon to get into my role. And like, nah, don't worry about that. Nope, don't even try and think, nope, I'm going to fuck Tom Cruise. Uh, I sent The link I sent you, or the quote I sent you, where they were just, like, blowing money on hookers left and right during that movie. Renting out storefronts to make into private gyms. Yeah. Like, 
That's the 90s, man. That's the story you grew up knowing. Yeah. That, those were the days when rock stars would just fucking trash hotel rooms just for the fuck of it. Like, that was our just, It made me realize I don't ever want to go walk, back and watch something that I loved from when I was young. Because, like, I was like, oh, oh, even the Mellow Yellow reveal wasn't cool. Like, I, that jazzed me up when I was a kid. Robert Duvall is just like, boom, Mellow Yellow. And I'm like, yeah, there's nothing now, man. Nothing. I wasn't worried about those parts. I was just excited about the uh, the progression of him getting back into the track. I think we've seen such good spoofs of it with Talladega Nights and shit like that. And like after seeing Cars Three, a really bad racing movie, this was a breath of fresh air. I can assure you that. It's just it's 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 there. Like I don't know that movie's weird. There's really nothing happens, man. It was a lot of fun. It's just relax. Just kick your feet up and just enjoy the ride. You don't have to but fucking the, be like, fucking piggybacking and fucking excited about every last goddamn five seconds you're with them. Yeah, but half the movie's fucking montages. Like, this gets boring. What? No, he goes, makes sure his friend goes to the hospital and fucking saves his life and shit? Come on. But, like, no, no, I, I'm, it's a very sad day, but I have to say pass on it, man. Fuck you. That is straight from the bottom of my heart, because fuck you, man. It was a good fucking movie, and I enjoyed everything about it. Again. <laughs> but, see, this is, it's just, there's nothing compelling me in that movie. That's because you've given up on enjoying shit. Like you're not nitpicking every goddamn thing. The the yes, the arc of him fucking losing his mojo and getting back into the track, and like his friend asking him to race his car just so he can fucking save his sponsorship and everything. This is some compelling shit. (laughs) And you see that's Yandu. That's Yandu that asks him to (laughs) race his car. Just so he can save his goddamn sponsorship so his wife has a place to live if he doesn't survive brain surgery. Yeah, okay, tell me. Why'd they become friends? It's an antagonistic relationship up to the point where it's like, no, we're best friends. It doesn't make it... There's That's no- how me and you are the same. Me and you are the same. Yeah, no. I'm Cole Trickle, bitch. And you're goddamn Roddy Burns. That means I'm Yondu, so... <laughs> you're Yondu. You're, you're yeah. the mummy. I win. See? Still not good. Uh, do you win? Because I eternal life and shit. All I know is we're having this conversation right now. We had a conversation where you lost your shit last night because I don't like Top Gun. <laughs> we're conversation. not doing it? Oh, fuck you, man. Top Gun is a great goddamn movie, and I'll fight for it every day of my life. No, I think you, you're infatuated with Tom Cruise and his shitty movies. Because uh, he's a great actor, and he makes great movies. Mm. There are times when he surrounds himself with very talented people and can get a good movie out of it, like most of the Mission Impossibles. Like, I don't really think anything about him as a great actor. You're wrong. This movie I, and fucking Top Gun are solid fucking movies. Mm-hmm. 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 And also... I can't believe 
that they didn't prop his ass up on an apple box because Nicole Kidman's like <laughs> five feet tall. And she uh, throws him totally, around. I totally caught that. Like when, uh, I don't know, they're up against some wall and it's like very noticeable that she's hunched over quite a bit. So, really very much. <laughs> So I think uh, you should definitely watch it if you enjoy life. So Don't even give it a free watch. Stay away. Listen, motherfucker, this is what I was saying with Gross Point Blank like a few weeks back. You agree that it... Night. You it agree that right. that... Well, this hasn't. I never said it aged well. I said it was worth a watch. Well, I'm saying this isn't. Fuck you, man. So we were just talking about this with Mummy last week, where like they're fucking two and a half hour, three hour movies now, and like this was hour forty five, such a solid beat, minute to minute. It, man, it's not. It's just it's flat. There's nothing there. Well, we're gonna disagree because I think it's wonderful. It's just it's there's. Oh, yeah. sorry. We disagree yeah. again. Fucking Robert Duvall is just a man. The the fucking man in that movie. Just living out his days and enjoying time. As a, he, he, ran, he, he ran away because he possibly murdered a man. You know, like, he wasn't just living out his days. He was exiled. Nah, nah. He was just being a farmer. Nobody was going to give him a job, so he was just on with his life. And then they gave him the job back. I'll give Robert Duvall is amazing in this movie. I'm not going to deny that. But he's not given anything to do. Like, he doesn't earn that mentor role. Because it's all uh, yeah, told to No. No, he fucking does the whole tire thing. He's like, nah, you got to respect me. Because I've earned your respect from this whole fucking test of the tires. Yeah, but Tom Cruise comes up to him and he goes, listen. I'm a fucking idiot. I don't know what a tire is. That's essentially what this and man is saying. And he was like, yeah, maybe you shouldn't be driving my car, but you can do better because you don't know what the hell's going on and you're just fucking putting your forward to the pedal. But you don't see that. Tom Cruise, goes, Tom Cruise goes, I know better than you. Robert Duvall goes, no, I know better. They do a test to prove that Duvall knows better, but they don't show no, Tom no, 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 no. They said, they, they come together like, I know better than you, I know better than you. Then they have that huge fight, and he's like, listen, I don't know fucking shit. And Robert Duvall is like, well, now I think I can fucking make something out of you because I can fucking start communicating with you and making sense of what you're trying to communicate. Yeah, but there's no in-between. There's no growth. That was, again, Tom Cruise saying, I know better. And Duvall has to prove again that he doesn't. Yes. It's because he's, he doesn't he doesn't accept it until he can see it with his own eyes. And then he sees the size and he's like, well, maybe I'll fucking listen but to then, you, I suppose. Yeah, he goes, I'll listen. But then Duval teaches him nothing. You go through a race, montage races, where you yeah, see him win. He did. He said, fucking stop pegging it. Talk to me what the fucking car is doing. He's like, the fucking ass is getting loose. He's like, well, you that gotta ride that. That was in the same because- scene. That was in the same yes, scene. that's what he's doing. Like, he's teaching him through that tire test. So you're telling me he trained this man in one scene? No, but 
once you then accept no between the two. Once you accept that he was teaching him along the way, then you can go back and remember what he has told you up to this point and then learn no. from all of that. No, it's the same as going, you know what? I don't know how to fly through the air with my body. And you go, hey, I could show you. And I go, no, nah, I think that's crazy. And you're like, do this. And I levitate a little. And then the next scene, you're like, you flew around the world six times. You're great. There's no yeah, I imagine like, that's how it works. No, I saw Iron Man not. 1. That's exactly how that works. He literally goes straight up in the air, comes back down, fucking crashes into his fucking house, and then he flies around the world saving it. Iron Man, one of the better movies of the MCU, better than Spider-Man 2. But Days of... We're not comparing Days of Thunder to MCU movies. We're not doing it right now. I just but... If you did, it's the fucking Iron Man 2. Just no one wants to see it. Fuck you. Not true. This movie's fucking fantastic. You're broken. And I wish there were ways to bring you back. <laughs> not. Well, I'm super excited to talk about Blood Drive, because I know you probably hated that. Are we going to Blood Drive? Yeah, let's jump to Blood Drive. How much did you I hate it? I fucking hated it. It's I so bad. I fucking knew it. It's so bullshit. That show's no. so good. No. It's so ridiculous. No. I don't know how you can't just put your brain on the goddamn shelf and just enjoy some shit. That that is a fucking Rube's goddamn argument for entertainment. Don't, Are you kidding me? The car has a fucking monster engine in it. Eats people. What fucking reality do you need to be grounded in for that? I'm they're like, they're like fucking just take it off, fucking pop some popcorn, enjoy this shit. The great pulpy show, and you just enjoy the ride. Here's the problem with it. I enjoy shit. You know I do. But the way you can trick your brain into overlooking all the horse shit is that it's over in like 78 minutes. I cannot commit 13 hours to this dumbass premise. They cannot carry it. At all. I absolutely think they will. Are you excited about episode 2 this week? I'm not, I'm not watching it. Mm-mm. Not happening. Oh yeah, you are. Fucking are now. I'm gonna drag you to hell if I have to. If that's what it's gonna take to get you to love things again. Like this literally looks like a classic car show got raped by a bunch of juggalos, and this is what was born of it. Well, yeah. You're just saying that just so people hate on it extra. This fucking like movie was so much fun. <laughs> no. It's, no, no. It's it's too much. Like, and it's not gonna land anything. I think it's gonna fucking do phenomenally. I'm looking forward to all thirteen episodes. I can't, especially with the teaser. Come on, you're gonna enjoy. How is it bad? Explain to me. It is bad in the concept of a television show. Like like I said, if it was a 90-minute movie, I could probably stomach through and be like, whatever. But there's nothing in here to hook a long-form narrative story on. That's basically Cannonball Run, and they've got to fucking work their way up and survive. 
And Cannibal Run was two movies that were an hour and a half a piece, not 13 fucking hours. Yeah, but you're learning about the goddamn racers and the race cars and shit like that. And now there's that narrative that it's basically Umbrella Corporation. There's nothing about that that wants me to divest any of my time into it. It's you don't just, want to see how the Umbrella Corporation's taking down by these goddamn street racers that are just looking to fuck off for, across the country? It's No, that's not what's going to happen. Because most of the street racers are just pieces of shit. And then there's one straight-laced cop who's going to bring them all down from the inside. Yes, that's exactly what's going to happen. And it's going to be fucking fun ride. It's, I just don't get it. I it's, if you, I have, what's up? If, if you run a car on human blood, yeah, why, it doesn't make any fucking sense. No, whatever. We'll say it works, whatever. Okay. But why is your way of accumulating this blood, shoving it through a fucking grinder where 90% of your fuel shoots back into your fucking face? It doesn't make any sense. You don't need all of that. I mean, you're just looking for uh, quantity, not quality. No, you could literally just drain. You could drain people and keep them alive permanently. That's what they are doing. Are they? Yeah, the cyborgs are. I'm sure because that's what uh, it seemed like was happening with the fucking uh, cyborg. Yeah, but I don't know what that cyborg was doing. I don't fucking know. That was just them going. Oh, here's some shit on the wall. No, Maybe somebody. That was them. Here's all the pieces on the board. No. We're going to have such a great fucking time explaining all these pieces over these 13 episodes. Guarantee you now, come episode 13, not one word out of your mouth is fucking true. Like, it is no. These oh. are just people, no, they're just throwing stuff on the wall. That's it. No way. And also, I just want to bring, like, when does this air? Because uh, Wednesday night at, like, 9? Because there's fucking... There's titties flopping around, and they're throwing out fucks and shits, and I thought I was watching HBO for half a second. What's sci-fi yeah, doing? It's sci-fi 9 o'clock. That's what they get away but, with nowadays. But it's also just the bottom lowest common denominator. Like, they're just doing it to be shocking, and it's not. No, it was just a lot of fun. It was just a ridiculous a uh, ridiculous, sensational bullshit story. And they're trying to race to save their lives at this point because the fucking implant they got will blow up their goddamn mind if they don't. Yeah, but everyone, they don't... Whatever. Whatever. It's bad. It's bad. It's super fucking good. That dude, the fucking, the god of the stage is the most annoying character I've ever seen in my life. No way! He's the fucking... I probably enjoyed him the most out of the whole show. He literally looks like he walked off the fucking Rob Zombie shoot him away from his last movie. That's how dumb this guy looks. Mm, yeah. I, I'm genuinely excited to see what what possibly you could enjoy this year. Because it just seems like you just hate everything. I enjoy a lot. I can't remember the last thing you enjoyed. It wasn't this, that. 
Well, I know that. That's very apparent, but I'm super excited about this. If you can turn off your brain, it's worth a watch because it's so much fun interacting with all the people on social media and just about this ridiculous show premise. It's it's it, it's not that ridiculous. It's just dumb. It is absolutely ridiculous. It's the end of the world, apocalypse setting. Fucking, they're finding people to rent their cars on because they run on blood now. They just murdered those people. Just those underground. Yeah, I know. Cars. But it's, this fucking scarcity world because there was a plague that it killed most people. That's what I'm saying. Like the whole goddamn no umbrella side. Of they said that the first couple of minutes, the fucking plague. Took out most of the population. That was never scarcity of water and shit. No, they said that we were fracking too much. We caused a bunch of earthquakes. Mm-hmm. And all this know. led to fucking the population being depleted. There was, there was no fucking virus. That never happened. No, you're making shit up now. Well, it's pretty sure that's what the first minute of commentary for that show. Yeah, right. I could be wrong. Maybe I'm wrong. And also, what? They're making their own fake commercials? What? What? It's yeah, so how great is that? It's Grindhouse bullshit. You fucking love that shit. When we saw the Grindhouse fucking double feature in the theaters, yeah, you that was fucking fun. lost your mind for that, and this is the same thing, so I don't understand why you hate it. It's not. That it was absolutely too, is. That was two competent filmmakers doing homage to a genre they like. This is just a cheap exploitation. Like, it's just this is grindhouse in the sense that it's people with bad ideas and no money making a piece of shit I don't want to watch. That's what this is, and that's what ninety percent of grindhouse cinema is. Yeah, and it's a lot of fun because <laughs> you're just seeing these goddamn. People put this together. Fuck it. I love it. I don't give a fuck. <laughs> I'm excited for the next 12-ish episodes. Fuck you. Fuck you. It's so bad. It's I can't not wait. Bad. Mm. In your opinion, it is bad. But I loved it. And you hate the world, so I mean, you gotta take it with a grain of salt. What's okay? Do you want to talk any more in depth about this? I'm excited with the whole damn thing. I think the fucking muscle cars. I'm excited to find out more about the racers and their proverbial cars. Uh, the behind the scenes of the mayhem. I honestly think the mayhem parties are uh, ways to find out more about the Heart Corporation. I fucking I think that's what it was called, but like. It's going to be a collaboration where the cop and the fucking stage guy are going to come up and team up and bring this corporation down. I honestly think that's what the, where the show's leading. I don't believe that at all. <laughs> we'll see in 12 episodes. <laughs> Whatever, man. That's all I got. Fuck that show. Thank you. Fuck you, man. That's the last thing we gotta tone it down for the fuck yous because that's a little ridiculous. But uh, I really loved it. Uh, You, I know you had differing 
opinions. So, wait, there is one thing you enjoyed, I guess, and that's American Gods. I'll give you that. Wait. Oh, man, I really enjoyed it, so I'm pretty sure you hated it. <laughs> what say you about the la- the finale of American Gods? Season one. Uh, I, think it was, I think it was the weakest episode of the season. You see what I'm doing this? You see this? There's something broke inside of you. There's something. It was a weaker episode. I give you that. Uh, but still fucking hilarious. Fucking Faraday shows up. As Jesus. <laughs> he showed up as Jesus. I was like, well, that makes a lot of sense. Because he's always been my personal Jesus. So, Fucking Faraday. I'm not saying it's bad. I think it's a decent episode of the show. Um, I think it's a bad finale, though. I think that's what uh, kind of yeah. I think uh, I think with their limited space, uh, and again, I don't know the source material, so I don't know what they're breaking apart. But I mean, it seems like a relatively good spot to leave it, I suppose. Especially since season two's already been announced, and yeah, but it wasn't. They had the entire first season done before it was renewed, though. That could have been how they yeah. ended. Like, it's just, it's, it's just there. Like, I enjoy all the actors and the characters, and the writing's still really smart, but um, it's one of those things where what happens in that episode is so minimal. And that's, I guess, a criticism towards the whole show. we did eight episodes and we really didn't get anything accomplished in this season, which I'm fine with as long as it's entertaining. Yeah, but you set the pieces on the board and, like, you got to see a lot of the bigger ones. Like, Biloxi was a bigger part of this, or, not, Biloquist was a bigger part of this episode and, like, you've only seen her devouring people and, like, it came into play that she's actually been rebranded as one of these gods because you've seen her fall from grace and forgot she was a god. Um, you have that picks up from episode 6. I forgot we hadn't seen these characters last episode. Uh, comes back and fucking shows off his giant ass sword. Um, it almost feels like this great buffalo is what Shadow Moon's becoming. Like, he's... It feels like the gods are starting to believe in him more than he believes of any of this. And, like, that in turn is turning him into a god. Much like um, when we watched Daywatch and Nightwatch, where, like, others didn't know they were others until they just were. And I feel like that's what's happening with Shadow Moon 2. I like listening to your takes. I I know, so I can't answer one way or the other. I know, I know, I know. I know, I was just looking for anything, and I was like, do I? Do I do good? But, uh, so Faraday shows up, fucking Dead Wife shows up. Um, I figured, uh, McSweeney was taking Dead Wife to Odin. 
because I figured he was going to be the re- one to resurrection. And, like, they showed up, and Jesus were literally fucking everywhere. I was like, that makes sense. Jesus is going to resurrect her. And I was completely wrong there, too, because fucking Easter has been this god of uh, life and decay, basically. Um, it was very strange to see uh, that come to a head. Uh, also, Mr. Nancy having this uh, exchange, and then Shadow Moon wanting out because all this is just too unbelievable for him. And he's basically like, we haven't broken our pact until you're angry. And he's like, you're confused, you're not angry. It's like, I have a feeling he's going to get very angry once he finds out about the whole dead wife situation. Like, how it Which is, it's really interesting because that's, um, that's a late in the book reveal that, you know, Odin and them were responsible for uh, her death. And, like, there's no way, there's no way that Shadow finds out and that doesn't break his compact with Odin. Like, there's no way. So, they, they're, it's either going to turn into loss where fucking characters aren't talking to each other. Or there's going to be some fucking rigmarole to get him out of it. Yeah, that really opens not lost. Uh, speaking of a couple fucking reveals, goddamn Odin and Ostera's fucking reveals. That was pretty fucking badass. Well, and that's that's another thing that kind of was weird to me in this episode. Um, I felt it was so much of them finally saying things that we have all already known. Like, okay, Shadow finally gets told that I'm Odin, and it's great to see McShane chew the fucking scenery in that, you know, he's just swallowing it whole when he does that reveal. But it's like, fuck, they pretty much said it three episodes ago, you know, like, it, the, we we're finally catching up, you know? Yeah. It's, it didn't work as a big, and that's right at the end. That almost is the end of the season. Mm-hmm. Is just but, being I like, mean, he needed... He needed to show his power so Astero believed in hers once again and kind of broke it off with the new gods. Uh-huh. And then him asking if he believes, and he's like, I believe it all, so. Yeah, which, um, I don't know, man. Like, I really wish they'd gotten to the part in the book when he finally kind of meets all the gods, because that would have been a really cool part to end on, and when he does all that, but whatever. But uh, that's, that's at the House on the Rock, isn't it? Yeah. So I'm guessing that'll be the end of next season, won't it? There's no way that's the end of next season. Like, if they're not at fucking House on the Rock by episode three, like, I'm going to be very upset. But wouldn't they have to recruit a couple more gods after this, or is it basically that's the team's Fucking no, Odin, Ostera. Uh, it, it, he had been, like, spreading the word before. Like, a oh. bunch of guys show up. Yeah. Interesting. Um, but, you know, it's, it's still a really good show. I, I mean, I really yeah. like it. Um, I was talking to my buddy who had also read the book, and we were kind of talking about the finale. And I kind of came to the conclusion, like, they got so much of this right that I never thought would work that I'm okay with not itching so much about my little nitpicks throughout it. Because, uh, like, 100%, my favorite stuff from this first season has nothing to do with the main 
storytelling part. Yeah, I, basically I love, it's been the fucking McSweeney stuff, right? I've, I've been the a stuff they took liberties with. I've been a fan of that and like all the flashbacks and the coming to America sequences. Like that just has the tone right so much that yeah, you know, it, and it doesn't help that the by nature and the way they have to tell the story. You know, Wednesdays, what Wednesdays doing and all this has to be kind of hidden in the back, and it kind of makes for not as engaging storytelling. Because it's being hit, yeah, and he's hiding from everyone. But uh, fucking, did you know about the bunnies thing? No. Okay, that was such a cool reveal. Like when it it actually was revealed that the bunnies were like her uh, eyes on the outside, and like I was like, oh shit, did I pick up on something that Luke didn't know? And like, and then fucking Odin running <laughs> over a fucking lot of them. <laughs> So good. But yeah, I mean, there's there's really interesting things bubbling below the surface that uh, are there to dig at if you want. Um, I was I didn't say anything back in the first episode because uh, when they introduced Bill Quist in the first episode, she's on that dating site, and I thought it was kind of weird that she would be using what would essentially be Tech Boys realm to do this, oh, and then. Then by the end of the season, you're like, they didn't forget that. it, You know, he, she turned. She was with them. See, I remember you saying that uh, it was basically like a, she's not part of the story, so I just never really paid her much attention up to this point. But I guess it's in, interwoven. So she is part of their the New Gods' team. Yeah, and that's completely different. Like, in the book... Um, she's a prostitute. Uh, I just work in the street. And when I said I thought I know what might happen in this episode last week, I thought that they were going to kill Bill Quist. And then that's what we're saying. You know, is Vulcan died for Odin's con, but he was still technically a new god. So in retaliation, the new gods were still an old god, is what I thought was going to happen to start the war. Uh, hmm. And it's just more interesting this way, and I have no fucking idea what they're going to do. Because, like, I don't feel sending her to the House on the Rock, like, unless she's going after Shadow. Like, none of the gods are going to be dumb enough to go after her. Yeah. Huh. I, I was a little disappointed we didn't get to see uh, Jin and uh, Celine again. Because I think one of the, there was an ad online and it showed uh, Celine like turning around and I was like, oh, at least we get to see some of that work. So disappointed not seeing that. I would be surprised if they didn't open up next season with it. Uh, It's all going to be some weird convergence on the house. Like what they do there is going to be really interesting with how they do it. Unless those motherfucking lightning strikes for days. (laughs) But then, you know, there's... You got, like... Also, hold on. Pause for a second and say hi to Arnie. Arnie's here. Hey, hey, Arnie. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, there's plenty of other people, too, like Delights in the uh, chat, as well as uh, Ronan. Hanging out with us. I thought you said you were going to be quiet. 
kidding. Just kidding. Uh, but I really love the whole uh, them coming together at the end, like squaring off, kind of. Um, and then uh, Mr. World getting his ass charred because he was just taking a form of one of the other ones. Yeah, the weird dancing media people. Yeah. I don't know. Uh, it's overall, like, I really, really, really like the show. Um, but I think what's weird is that I think them adhering so close to the source material is detrimental to what they could be doing. Like, and they showed me that the season, like if they branch out and do different things, it's so much more interesting. Yeah. Not that that other stuff's not like, but to someone I agree with you. Uh, I mean, it's, it's a point where me not knowing anything that's happening and you knowing the source material, it gives us a, a point where we can finger at the same time. And like get excited about it about the same initiative that they're taking but at the same point like you you have a good idea where they're leading so it's like as much as they're willing to let the reins off like you still have a good idea of where they're headed and i have no idea yeah like no matter what they do i still know what the end point is you know like i i know what wednesday's plan is like i know what's going on you know, I, it's just how they get there and not that the straight load, the straight road of Wednesday and shadow and shadows being the main story is not interesting because it is, and it's grounded by, you know, great performances, but it's those left turns that I'm finding just work a lot better. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Dead wife. I mean, dead wife, dead wife. which <laughs> Dead wife is getting real dead too. Really dead. Uh, it was so cool to see that she can't. Basically, she can't be undone except for. I'm assuming Odin has to uh, undo it for, or at least give the go ahead for it. Well, you know, it's one of those things where when when he killed the minions in this episode. You know, he said, I dedicate these deaths to Astera, and it gave her power. Like, there's no way that Sweeney didn't dedicate her death to Odin to give him power, to get him to start up again. So, can he give it back, you know? Hmm. So, is it, so it's not on McSweeney? Or, it's not on Odin, but it's on McSweeney then? No, I'm saying if McSweeney... God damn it, it's Mad Sweeney. I'm listening to you say Mick Sweeney all the time. <laughs> uh, but I'm saying when he ran her off the road and killed her, he probably dedicated the death to Odin right. so that Odin got her power. That's that's why Easter can't resurrect her. She was killed by a god for a god. Gotcha. Yeah. Huh, that's wild. Um, yeah, her spitting up larva was like, ooh. ooh yes, but like you got you know she was in full daylight and just the the milky eyes and the pallor on her skin just everything's going you know like if shadow runs up and kisses that i'm no thank you no thank you sir but julia Uh, on the other hand (laughs) but but i think my favorite part which was the real it, a couple throwaways. Like, was fucking Faraday as Jesus. He was so good. Like, yeah. in just that oh, scene. Oh, man. Where he, when he was heartbroken? When he's, 
he's just drinking wine out of the pool and loses his cup. Yeah, just turning pool water into wine and getting drunk. Like, it's so good. So good. But just that moment when Odin just like, listen, Jesus stole this holiday from you. You know, you might be getting power, but it's not, they're not praying to you and whatever. And just the look on Jesus's face when he lets it sink in, he's just like, I'm so sorry about this. <laughs> just martyring himself for pagan God. It's great. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I really, I really enjoyed it. I mean, I'm, I'm super looking forward to next season already, so. I was kind of, I was kind of excited to hoping that there was going to be muscle cars in, interwoven somewhere, because just this was the car episode, so, like, no, just because the, uh, intro to the show, like, it makes note of the muscle cars on the, on the pedestal, so I was like, Maybe there's just going to be one showing up at the Easter party? No. I, I mean, I no. I, I would have been like, I hate the show. I'm done. Like, Could you imagine if the red Camaro that eats people shows up? It's so... <laughs> <laughs> uh, but no, uh, definitely, I uh, for season two, I want more weird. I want more weird. Like, I want them to fucking fully embrace what they're doing and just go for it. Um, yeah. Yeah, I can see that. It, it kind of feels like they took the foot off the pedal once. Uh, the tree showed up in the cop shop. Like, that was kind of like they eased off the brakes. So, but or eased off the it, It's weird because, like, that opening scene, I, I half feel they were talking to the audience, you know? I, let's start with a story and fucking Odin just being like, no, fuck no. We don't have time for a story. We need to get to the end. But no, this is what the show is. We're going to take a sidestep. We're going to tell the story because it's the more interesting part. Yeah, yeah, for sure. So with that, fucking watch American Gods. I don't know why. If you haven't already, get the goddamn app. Get the week fucking free trial. Binge all episodes. I mean, eight episodes is nothing, so. I Even I... No, I'm... Like, I'm half-tempted to burn through it again before I cancel my Stars subscription. Yeah, just I think I wanted kind to, to go back just because... Yeah, because the whole Luxy stuff that you were talking about, and, like, I think there's that stuff that you're going to notice the second time around, so. Yeah, so I'm really, really... I'm half-tempted to try and find time to burn through it again. Really good. Uh, as a fan of source material, I can't recommend this higher. Uh, it it had lows, but the highs are so high. Like it's just yeah, you know. Uh, and I'll always watch fucking Ian McShane deliver monologues and fucking choosy. Mad Sweeney's gonna save dead wife, like the scene in the bodyguard, and it'll have <laughs> uh, Whitney Houston singing over top. That's my hope. Yeah, I can see that. Hard <laughs> <laughs> All right, so what do you want to watch next week, then? Okay, next week, we have a movie from theaters that came out this week, but I forgot about it. Otherwise, we would have watched it. We're going to watch 47 Meters Down, the Mandy Moore shark film. Fair enough. Fair enough, yeah. <laughs> It's, uh, that looks so bad. <laughs> yeah, but my kind of bad. But you're kind of bad. I agree. 
Uh, we're gonna watch the first six episodes episodes of Daredevil. I figure six? if we do, yep. Yeah, I figure if we do half a season every week, we should be done right before Defender starts. So we're gonna start. So first six that'll episodes. That'll give us a half block. That's that'll give us a half block that America's losing. So that works. And then and then uh, on Netflix there is a film called Pontypool. But what? P-O- Pontypool. It's P-O-N-T-Y-P-O-O-L. Don't look into it. it. Don't read anything about it. Don't read God damn it. Is it the fucking whatever one you made me watch a while ago? What did I make you watch a while ago? That weird-ass audio fucking weird one. Yeah. It's something like that. Yeah. God damn it. Yeah. I suppose. Doing good. It's cool. I was going to make you watch a Lars von Trier film, but I couldn't find any on streaming, so. What's he done? Then what's he done? Yeah, you're, I can't have two conversations at once. Oh, uh, my God. So uh, he, I was going to watch Antichrist, but I can't find it anywhere. But he's a... Danish director who makes terrible, terrible, depressing movies. They're amazing. I was quiet the whole time, and I had to say it. Watch Nymphomaniac 1 and Nymphomaniac Part 2. They're phenomenal. Oh, that's that guy? Yeah. I watched the first one. I haven't watched the second one. (laughs) No, I didn't say they weren't. I said terribly depressing movies. Well, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So, anyway, that's what I got for next week. So the Palomina, forty-seven meters, and six episodes of Daredevil. We can do that. Yes. And Ghost in the Shell. And then I'm assuming you'll have a recap of uh, Blood Drive. Fuck yeah! Go watch it. Sci-fi. It's awesome. Super fun. He doesn't like it. He doesn't like most things, so don't don't trust him. But trust me, believe in me. No. Don't give him. <laughs> give me the power. Believe me. Believe. <laughs> nope. So we'll come at you next week with all that stuff, parts and stuff. Peace. Peace, kids. Uh, banana pineapple, I believe is the. <laughs> Mr. Prickly Pineapple is the